0: Welcome back to K-Companion. I am Brittany. I'm Rachel. And we are your hosts. If you're new here, we have watched over 50 K-dramas and we are here to share our favorite shows, recommendations, and just everything we love about K-dramas and that we think Mm. you'll love as well. When you're with us, you'll always know what to watch next. So today is a special episode of K-Companion. March 8th is International Women's Day. And so we're here to celebrate
1: K-dramas with strong female leads. Yeah. So today we're going to share a few of our favorite actresses who have had really strong female lead roles in K-dramas we've loved. Mm-hmm. So we'll kind of dive in there. And just as a disclaimer, these are strong female leads we have seen. So this is all just from our arsenal of shows that we've watched. Right. And these are just our favorites in our opinions. So if you have other ones, that's and fine. And this is like a,
0: this is a, it's a decent list, but it's also kind of a small list. An abbreviated we list. Very, like, we could talk for a long time about all all the varying different roles that ladies have had in the past, but we've just kind of taken these ladies on our journey.
1: Yeah, these are just standout roles. So we'll kind of talk about their range. We've talked about range in a previous episode, just the type of role that they're in and versus the ones that we're used to seeing them in. And what surprised us about these roles that they took, especially there are a few surprising leading ladies and we'll kind of get into that, but we're gonna break it down for you. We'll have some different roles. We'll highlight some of their different K-dramas mm-hmm. all about action and or strength. I mean, there's there's so many facets to having a strong female lead role, and so we'll kind of talk about that, but yeah. that is what we're doing today, and we'll also talk about some birthdays, so be prepared. To get started, let's cover our strong female leads. So these are roles where maybe it was surprising, maybe it was really action-packed or intense roles. So who do we have? So first lady we have
0: is Park Shin-hee. We've talked about her numerous mm-hmm. times in the past, but in regards regards... regards to her role in Sisyphus. This was a very different role than we had seen previously. We've talked about how we've seen her in Memories of Alhambra. In Heirs. She's played all these different characters. This was the first time we really got to see her take on a more actionary role.
1: Mm. Um, Yeah, I feel like we've always seen her in that sort of lead lady as a romantic interest, mm -hmm. which she does really well, and I feel like that's a comfort part for her. So this was a very new role where she is shooting guns and, like, jumping off of buildings and bridges. Fighting people. Yeah, right? So, that was really different. I feel like she had, in Memories of Alhambra, Mm. there were, like, some action-ish scenes with her, but not to the extent of this. Like, she isn't just punching someone. Like, it's combat. Choreographed combat moves. And she rocked it. It was so intense. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the action she had, we had seen her in previously
0: was kind of reactionary if Mm. if at all. This was very much her taking the initiative this role was a survival role and so you kind of got to see her use her resources and her
1: thought Mm. process and it was very it was very interesting to watch yeah and just very intense which was you had this really familiar face but then she's doing all these other things and so that just speaks to her range and i feel like it was a good opportunity for her to really grow and branch out because now maybe she'll get more roles that are a bit more badass a bit more like actionary a bit more more fight choreography yeah yeah so that was exciting. exciting to see her in that sort of role. And then next, we're gonna talk about Park Bo Young, who we've also highlighted (laughs) previously, but her role in Strong Girl Bong Soon. Again, we've talked about her in the sense that she does really well with the fantastical part of things, but Mm -hmm. I think what we didn't cover Mm -hmm. in talking about Strong Girl Bong Soon is the like physical, almost combat. I mean, I don't know, but she just, she played it so well, like how you have to hide your strength and all of that. And the surprise that comes when she does something that's incredible, like that. And so, you know, she punches somebody and he goes into outer space. Yeah. Like it's just kind of really outlandish, but she does it really well. And it's this interesting structure where she knows she's strong and she could be like that type of almost villain, but she's not at all.
0: Yeah. yeah well, and the thing is with that particular role too, I feel like if you overplay it, mm. the, or even even underplaying it, it would be a disservice to the whole series because then you'd be like, yeah. well, this
1: is ridiculous, and you know, the audience
0: wouldn't be with mm. with her. But she. If- if
1: you think you're cool at all, right, all is lost. Because especially if you're Park Bo Young, this like very petite woman, yeah, she plays it very adorable. Like, oh no, I hit you into outer space. (laughs) Ah, dang. But I feel like if she had any sense of like an ego or arrogance about it, Mm -hmm. it would not have played the same way. No, no, not at all. Yeah. I One of my favorite
0: scenes is when her one of her love interests needs to open a jar and she is like, oh, and she like pretends that she's weak and can't open it. I mean, well, the other person who knows about her strength is like oh oh, re- oh I see you're a liar mm, yeah. okay <laughs> okay great there are a lot
1: of good scenes in that and definitely worthwhile and I think that that was the first show that we saw her in the first drama that we saw her yeah in. I think so so that really set the tone we see her in this sort of like action role but it still has that aspect of being the leading love interest mm-hmm. which is just really interesting because that was more focused on her love interest right rather than the guy is the lead right so that's how they just hit different i don't know mm-hmm. when they're when it's a female lead totally different like doom at your service which she is also in she doesn't have extreme strength in that one <laughs> or any right. like action that happens but when there's a lady leading the K drama, it hits so different
0: yeah the definitely. thought
1: processes that like everything that she goes through is just way different than when a guy is the lead next we have han hyo ju and she we've recently discovered her yeah. in happiness which we had covered in our very first episode of <laughs> (laughs) have been with us. Please don't go back and listen if all of a sudden you're like, oh, no, don't. But we recently found her. She was in Happiness. She was a leading lady, but I really feel like in that one, her and Park Young-sik were kind of the leads together. Like, they were like co-leads, I feel like. The story focused on the both equally. So that was nice. But also, in that role, she was refreshing for me, at least, because she was super direct, super assertive, not in a bossy way, really, just asserting her opinion. Like, I just feel like that's how police officers should be. She's a police right. officer in that role. She just, she took charge, which is really great to see. Yeah.
0: She was very to the point. I mean, there were the the physical aspect as well of her having to fight. All the right. fight choreographies. But I think that presence the direct presence that she had and held during everything that happened in Happiness was amazing and I think the most interesting thing is watching her from that strong direct standpoint also Mm -hmm. turn into having these very vulnerable moments yeah um, and very very human (laughs) yeah
1: well and also she you know people look to her as a leader Mm -hmm. like they were looking to Park Young 6 character as well but for her character they were like okay she's really direct really strong and also level headed Mm -hmm that's the type of leader I want. She gains trust with people by having those vulnerable moments, by being like, oh my gosh, this is really overwhelming, but we're going to get through it and it's fine. She was always that like driving force and obviously the reason for how the whole show kind of progresses, but her role was just really refreshing to watch.
0: And like when she was up against that directness, up against the apartment rep did not enjoy having someone so direct and in her face. Mm. And so that was always interesting to watch as well, both played by women. So there's a little bit of like that, a, an edge to that. Yeah.
1: Like a power dynamic struggle-ish, mm-hmm. but also like respectful, but upfront yeah. and like, don't, don't mess with me. Like, I don't care if you have a title. Yeah. Here's what I think. Yeah, so. exactly. So she was really opinionated and direct in like the best way possible for the situation they were going through. Right. <laughs> Which I think is, you know, just, it speaks to stress management, especially because in such a stressful situation where there is a disease or whatever happening, how you react is everything. And as a leader, which she is a very natural leader in that role, it just came out in this way where she remained level-headed, even though, you know, like all of us during the pandemic were like screaming on the inside. Like, Like, oh my (laughs) God, what is is going on? (laughs) Yeah. So that was a great role for her and I'm excited to see her in more stuff. I know she is in this pirate movie. Yeah. So hopefully I'll go check that out. Hopefully more action and more Mm. just, it'll be nice to see more of the things that she's in. Yeah. She's great. So highly recommend. Next was a surprising twist for us because we first saw Han Sohi in Nevertheless... yes and we we've shared our thoughts on nevertheless you've shared your thoughts she was great in nevertheless <laughs> she was great in nevertheless but that was like a typical like love interest like student young young y- love young mind yes. yeah <laughs> but then we see her in this next drama of my name she's so good so good super action-packed super violent it's on netflix if you haven't seen
0: it we highly recommend but her highly role recommend. in that was a 180 versus mm. the role we had seen her in, in nevertheless just so so physically demanding and there was a lot of different problems that she came across in that cage and watching her try and
1: mitigate all of those a lot of like social justice like issues and her mindset around it preparing for a role like that was probably so much different and so much more difficult than her character in nevertheless which was a bit more uh surface level yeah face value (laughs) yeah like a little more shallow this one had a lot of intricacies to it that even as we're watching it we're going wait. i'm sorry what yeah what's going on Yeah. Yeah. Definitely interesting. But she killed it. She did so well in that role. And it was such a turn. Mm Mm-hmm. Which just goes to show that you may not like the character, mm. but the
0: actor is far yeah. more capable than so you are, than you are aware. So yeah, definitely worthwhile. And the last last strong female lead lady we have is Jun Ji Hyun,
1: who was in judy San. Yeah, and we had previously seen her in Legend of the Blue Sea. That was the again typical like lead lady role where it's the love interest or mm-hmm. like that sort of thing, and super different vibe, way more serious for her. I really liked seeing her in a role where she didn't have to play dumb. Yeah. In in Legend of the Blue Sea, she is a mermaid yep. and so has to learn everything about right. humanity. She's just like learning how to eat spaghetti and she's eating it with her hands. Like, <laughs> it was definitely a funny role for her, but it was so nice to see her in a role where she was a leader, she was taking charge, and she was so motivated and driven. Very and, intelligent. And- yeah. Just played a lot to her endurance levels because that was also a very tricky role, too. You were, at one point, that character is in a wheelchair and so not only is she having to run up this mountain in some scenes but also her character is in a wheelchair and so that is a disability that she had to kind of get used to in filming but the way it came across on screen was so natural very effortless Yeah. yeah So she rocked that role. Super strong female lead and really set up that whole drama for success, I feel like.
0: Yeah, I feel like if they didn't have her
1: as that character. And um, it was just bros going up the mountain. It would
0: have been far harder. Would
1: have been different.
0: But no, it it added a lot of depth. And Mm -hmm. like you said, very refreshing for her.
1: Yeah. So those are our strong female leads and they're they're K-dramas that they're in. So we recommend all of these K-dramas if you want that sort of different vibe. Not if you're like sick of seeing a man as the lead, but it it hits different. There's a different mentality that you are kind of taken through as you walk through the K-drama with them. So highly recommend. Yeah. So
0: we're going to take a quick break and we're going
1: to talk about birthdays because now it is March.
0: So did you want to start us off with a couple sure. on the
1: birthday list? Sure. To start us off, on March 4th, Park Min Young is her birthday. We've seen her in What's Wrong with Secretary Kim, and she is also in the K-drama, which premiered in February, called Forecasting Love and Weather. Happy yeah. birthday to
0: her. And then you have March 9th, you have Suga of BTS. Yeah. Happy birthday. That's very
1: exciting. On the 26th of March, Choi Woo-shik, which we've talked about him quite a bit <laughs> in the watched, last two we've weeks. We've watched a lot of his we've watched a stuff lot. recently. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're not familiar somehow, he was in Parasite, Our Beloved Summer most recently, and also The Witch Subversion Part 1 and Time to Hunt. And then on the 30th, you
0: have Cha Eun Woo, who is a member of Astro, and he was also in Top Management, uh, Rookie Historian Gu Haerung, and then True Beauty, which I still need to watch. Yes. I'm very excited
1: to watch eventually. <laughs> not seen True Beauty, but it is on our list. Also March 30th is Kim Ji Soo. He plays Gu in Strong Girl Bong just Soon. adorable. <laughs> so cute. And he was also in My First First Love both seasons. So, happy birthday to everyone. That is what we got. A small list that we
0: like to share. I'm sure there are many that we have missed in the march. So many we've month. missed. There are so there many are so people. Many um, but at least there's that.
1: So, what do we have up next? So, next we're going to talk about some standout female roles. This is a bit different from what we just covered, but we're talking about top-tier performance performances Mm. of these actors that we've seen previously in other things. And so just these are standouts for us. Again, just our opinion. There are so many to list, but these are just some that stood out in like a quick debrief of what actresses we've seen and who we can talk about for International Women's Day. So we just have a few. Again, the list could be very lengthy, but to save time, this is what we're doing. <laughs> so to start off, her standout female role, I chose Kim Dami from Our Beloved Summer. We have also seen her in Itaewon class, and we also watched The Witch Subversion Part 1. She has, in these three dramas, such top-tier performances. There's such a standard with her where you're going to get her performance in a way that is so captivating. I feel like every character she's had, she brings it right off the screen. Like, mm-hmm. there's a different level to her acting. It to one Class was the first time we saw her. Yeah. And that was like surprising to be like, oh my gosh, who is this girl who's so direct it, and like, yeah, it seems like what she wants. In watching that one, I feel like she really just
0: came out of the woodwork. I don't know exactly when her other projects came out, but I feel like that was the first time that really the whole world saw her. And especially Itawan Class became
1: such a hit. Such a hit. It's I mean, so, so very good. It rose so quickly. Like, one. Once they put it on Netflix, that was, I feel like It Class was like the start of Netflix really coming into the K-drama scene. Mm-hmm. And so that was shocking in and of itself. But then she was put on this huge platform all of a sudden. And luckily since then, she has just continued to follow through, make the standard yeah. and break her own record, essentially. And so seeing her in Our Beloved Summer in a bit more of a vulnerable role was really just interesting as a viewer. Like, as we've mentioned before, we kind of follow these actors and actresses that we enjoy. Mm. That was just like a really good way to see her in a new role. And then just watching her in The Witch, completely different. Completely different. <laughs> different. Yep. Like, talk about a 180 that was surprising. In, in that particular role, she really plays with
0: range. You have mm. moments of very, very vulnerable, like crying, scared, and
1: then you have other moments where not so mm. much. Mm. So There's it's... a bit of a twist in that, and yeah. yeah, all these like mind games that she had to do, and it must have been just interesting for Choi Woo-Shik to kind of sit in on that, you know, working together with her in Our Beloved Summer after working with her in The Witch. Right. Very different roles. Very different. And, yeah. Standout female role Definitely. for her. Next up, we wanted to highlight Park Eun Bin. Her top tier performance that we said was for King's Affection. Where she's actually pretending to be a boy. Yeah. Pretending so, to be the king. So it's kind oh. of like she, she had to kind of create this leading man role in her role as a leading lady. That was interesting too because she, there was this huge secret that she's, you know, she has to pretend to be a king, right, the whole time and keep the secret and so that really keeps the watcher so interested and just seeing how it all plays out and the stress of having to keep that type of secret right. in the like... In the royal houses and everything. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think it also was like you had said in the other with the other K dramas as well when you watch from a female point of view mm. there's a lot of thinking through that happens that actual as, thinking as well <laughs> but like as as someone who is of like mind mm. often it's easy to to follow the steps there and it's yeah. interesting to watch these characters really have to figure it out and so she does a great job with all of that.
1: Yeah and that one had it had action. It had yeah. I mean it had kind of a little bit of everything forever ruin. Yeah. You know, you have this underlying secret, but then on top of that, you have these fights that go out and then all of this drama pl- like, in politics the politics of yep. everything. Yeah. So she played it really well. So she was a standout female role, even though she was playing a boy. Yes. Well, I mean, come it on happens. Now. It happens. <laughs> Next up, we wanted to highlight Bay Susie from mm-hmm. Startup. Oh, She's so adorable. So
0: great. I feel like everything I watch her in, she, she has a lot of just like we've said, captivating moments where you really mm-hmm. feel
1: for. um. She makes things really relatable. Mm -hmm. Like the standout moment in startup for me is, you know, when, when she has to present her project and if you've seen it, you know what we're talking about, but if you haven't, basically it's just a really high stakes moment and she is so nervous. And I feel like there have been moments where people have to public speak Mm -hmm. and that is terrifying. Do you like to public speak? No, no, No. I don't. No. No. Especially when it's my own words. I'm not about that. no. No. (laughs) Maybe not. But that anxiety, like butterflies, like nervousness, she portrayed that so realistically. You're clenching your fists and you're trying to get your mind in the right space to just do it and do it well. Her performance in startup was just one where she's constantly striving to meet expectations and exceed those expectations, but also like break into this tech world, which is so hard, especially as a woman in tech, that doesn't happen. And she has the opportunity to do that in startup. And so it was just a very real, relatable moment. We've also seen her in Uncontrollably Fond. And, and While You Were Sleeping. And in both of those. Again, just relatable. She's She hits that top mark every mm-hmm. single time. So yeah, so she was just a top tier standout female role yeah. in, all, in everything that she's in. Yep. And our next one, we've mentioned her before, Kim mm-hmm. Gohan. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I think just in if you stayed with us you will be able to really cite her range Mm -hmm. because we've talked about guardian the lonely and great god her role in that as a teenager um and then also in yumi's cells Mm -hmm. which is standout role for her because that was really the first one where she is the lead through and through yeah in the king eternal monarch she was a leading lady but not really there were
0: a lot of characters so you can make the argument that that she had a supporting role while
1: yes she Mm -hmm. is The like lead love interest, right? But in Yumi Cells, she is the lead. You are seeing everything through her eyes, and that must have been such a weird experience. Just because you're dealing with some animation, you're dealing with a lot of real world moments, especially things that happen in new relationships, like awkward moments. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I thought she was great in Yumi Cells. I can't think of any other actress who would have been able to pull off and completely set the standard for a drama like that. Yeah,
0: I feel like there aren't many actors actresses who could take on that role as well as she did maybe yeah. park bo young but yeah at the same rate i feel like would have had a very different
1: feel it would have yeah it would have been very different but she rocked yumi cells and it's just always exciting to see what she's going to be in that was i was expecting yumi cells was going to be the same type of vibe as like her role in the king eternal monarch or guardian the lonely and great god but this was so very different. different she was a bit more like fun but also like quirky and i remember different watching the like title sequence for mm. Yumi Cells and be like, oh, okay, this is gonna be a little bit
0: more little quirky little than I had thought it was gonna be. Yeah. But
1: overall, yeah. Yeah, she, did she did a great job. job And then lastly, last one on our list for standout female roles is Park Sodam. We originally saw her in Parasite mm-hmm. and then we saw her in Record of Youth. Oh so cute. I loved Record of Youth so much. Me too. It was such a sweet, sweet one to watch and to see her kind of leading it was so nice. I liked her character a lot because she really stuck to her values you know there are moments where people weren't very nice to her and Mm. you know she's like this makeup artist and she's trying to really make it in the industry and that can be really cutthroat yeah and she immediately was just like no I'm gonna stick to my values I know what I'm doing is right and I'm not gonna let anybody sway me and so she wasn't wishy-washy about her feelings or anything like that no either in the work she did or in her relationship in that show. And so it was just refreshing to see this really level-headed. Headstrong. Yeah. And super dedicated and motivated Mm -hmm. to her career. Because sometimes in K-dramas that can get lost. Like, they all have a career but then it's like, it's always on the back burner. Yeah. For for
0: just a quick sidebar, One Spring Night, oh, that gentleman working at the pharmacy stand. He didn't work at all. He was always on his phone. He would be the coworker that you hate in the back because he'd be like, oh, are you...
1: um, are you well, going to talk to the person? Or? He's on his phone again, <laughs> talking to that girl. So, yeah. But it
0: just, yeah, I feel like there are a lot of K-dramas where the job takes a back seat mm-hmm. unless it's something competitive
1: right. in regards
0: to the drama's storyline.
1: Yeah. It was also nice because there wasn't this immediate need as a female lead to have a boyfriend or like be in a relationship. Right. She was just kind of like, I'm doing my own thing. Thank you very much. Yep. Whoever wants to join me, glad to do so. But in her journey it was it was more relatable because it was more real world mm-hmm. like she's working toward her career and then this person it comes into her life to, and she's like okay great yeah. but there was never this prioritization of okay I'm dependent on you now right. oh we're in a relationship that means like everything stops for me right no it was not very much all. like well I'm going to continue to do my stuff and and you will do your thing yeah and then we will do some things together Right. <laughs> and then that's it there was not this need for a significant other because because sometimes that I just feel like sometimes in shows, especially American or Korean, it's like all other things stop. Right,
0: stop hanging out with friends. Stop going to work. Oh like my God. Just become a puddle and just yeah, stay home all it's day. It's me. And it's us. You know, all of those things. Just do couple things. Right. Yeah. No, that was definitely a refreshing thing with Record of Youth.
1: And the fact that there was genuine things that would come up that would actually happen. Right. You know, like conflict, the way they presented conflict in Record of youth, I think of it like when you're younger, when you're in middle or high school or whatever, and you, or maybe you're in high school and you start dating, Mm. right? Every little thing can feel like the end of the world. This is it. That's it. No. Like he didn't text me back for 12 hours. Okay. (laughs) I guess we're not seeing each other. I don't know. But in this record of youth, it was so nice to see the portrayal of something where it's like, oh, like we didn't talk yesterday or are you okay? Like having those conversations and also being super honest in your feelings. It's very uh, a much healthier version so of dealing
0: healthier. with
1: a being super dramatic. No, right? no, yeah. and it's not like everything had to be a confrontation. Right. Um, Even though when you're in that mindset, like when you're on the inside rather than looking at it from the outside, you're so like, oh my god, I have to ask them where they were because right. I don't know. And then you're you have all this stress. Yeah. And this was more just normalizing the tougher conversations, not tough conversations. Like I feel like talking about your feelings. With someone is a tough ish conversation. Yeah. But this normalized it, where it's just like, let's just
0: chat well, for a second. The thing is it wasn't like they yeah, it wasn't like it had to be this long
1: drawn out
0: conversation. No, where you have
1: to like stress about it before and have anxiety. But literally just sit down together and be like, Okay, here's right? the deal. And
0: yeah. they were and there were also miscommunication things that happened mm. as right. as things do, but it, it was something where it was natural and it's not like they then went through and were psychoanalyzing it spiraling together, like, out so of it so why
1: didn't you text me back? Like it was, right. it wasn't overhanded in that regard. Right. And I think that it's just, it plays so well with the whole theme of, no, like I'm going to focus on what I'm doing now or I need to take time for me or whatever. Right. It was just normalizing that. And so that was a, a really good performance from her. I think she's great and I'd love yeah. to see her in more things. Yeah. But also she is in this movie that either came out, I don't know if it's available for people in the States, but she's in special delivery Um, which looks super intense so already i can tell that's a complete 180 from this role or and or parasite because it looks like she's like a delivery driver i don't know Mm. but anyway special delivery is the name of the movie if you have access to it let us know yeah we haven't seen it yet but i'm excited to see what else she's in Coming up because that will be really great. Yeah, I don't know. So, what do you prefer? Do you prefer K dramas with a male lead role or a leading lady?
0: Well, see, that's a very hard question because you, you have a lot of different options there. I generally, like, I feel like generally leading ladies are very nice. Yeah. I feel like boys get to play around a lot more than the ladies do mm. um, in what terms of like in terms of roles. So you know as we talked about in one of our previous episodes you know you had a couple of different actors who play
1: con men. Like they're right. kind of those stereotypical like mm. title roles. They get a bit more freedom. Yeah. Like as we've just mentioned it was kind of an either or. Right. Either you are the love interest or you have this really Direct, right. headstrong You're type personality. More of the tough lady. You don't, and those are also. I think we talked about previously that the guys get to play different roles within the same K drama. Mm. The girls are sort of limited. Like within the same K drama, you don't really see a complete switch. No, not, so, not completely. I would argue that
0: King's affection. She has a moment where she kind of gets to be her true self. Right, um, true. But there are, yeah, they don't have as not many as many much freedom. Yeah
1: well well international women's day so we're celebrating that. yes <laughs> but yeah i don't know i feel like i lean more toward the leading lady mm. k dramas but there's something about watching i think it's just because i'm fascinated by like the way guys would go about things mm-hmm. because i know how i would go about things <laughs> right Right. More so just the rationality. Yeah. Of so it. I don't need to see that all the time. Right. I don't need to see my sense on the screen mm. all the time. And so it, it's a bit more of a like, huh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, huh. I wouldn't have just punched him in the face. I don't know. Mm. Uh, well, so that, there's that difference. In that
0: regard, would you say that when it comes to leading ladies, mm. you prefer more of a romance role mm. or more of a like hardcore, like your
1: atypical tough. Girl, that's super tough. Thing I don't, I do not prefer the romance role Mm. that like dependent type wishy washy, wishy washy, yes, ineffective. (laughs) 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 I prefer the bossy and inflexible (laughs) um, uh, kind of role. I think, I think that's why I liked Han Hyoju in happiness, Mm -hmm. and I love that role, yeah, because she was direct. not inflexible adaptable yes but also uh she had that like romantic type vibe but also just first and foremost very direct and very independent so i think i prefer those roles what about you
0: i i love it when men in particular underestimate women Mm. so i do enjoy those roles where they either if not it doesn't have to be like fully combat even just a battle of wits always always a good time so Mm -hmm. i feel like again the headstrong sort of roles are more interesting to watch but i mean some of my favorite k-dramas i know have all the romance so it's you know you gotta have both and
1: get both that's the best part these ladies they can do it all they can do it all and they do and it's awesome and we're here for it always always here for it. Yeah. I think that wraps up our, our leading lady yeah. in celebration of International Women's Day. So International Women's Day, again, it's on March 8th in a couple of days. So if you have leading ladies in your life, celebrate them. Right. Celebrate or, all of them. Or watch some leading ladies. Right? Just watch All the watch ladies. <laughs> watch k-dramas of leading ladies don't watch leading ladies just anywhere right no stocking. Um, no stocking. not about it but yes celebrate international women's day however you see fit we are excited to celebrate with all of our K-drama leading ladies. And we're excited to see what these ladies will bring up next. Yeah. So very and let exciting. us know if,
0: if there are any K-dramas that we may have missed that you feel like,
1: well, that one has a leading lady you should have talked about. We let us know. are always, always down to keep watching. Yeah. Let us know on Twitter or Instagram. We are at KCompanionPod, so you can join the conversation. And we'll let you in on what we'll talk about next. Have a good one. <laughs>